shots, you know, shots landed to score points. And so uh, uh, I think just my entrances are too much explode, jump in and grab people, which work great for MMA. I see now that that's harder to pull off in boxing because even when you land the one shot, I clinch afterwards and look for knees and body work and takedowns. Um, so I'm happy that if I could come in and catch Cunningham with a shot, when I go back to MMA, those that conversion will do me well. So I think as far as building up my MMA striking, this uh, an A+, plus. as far as trying to do the things that I've been trying to train myself to do, those more boxing, I didn't. You know what I mean? I didn't come behind triple jabs and double jabs. I kind of did the old just, you know, one, two, and then come behind that. You know, which, you know, for some boxers that works, like, you know, like a John Ruiz type, but I didn't make it work as well. Great. All right. First uh, media question coming from Donna Corby. Frank, uh, first off, I want to say I'm, I'm writing for an MMA outlet, and I want to say that was an incredible uh, showing for the MMA community, probably the best performance in a crossover fight that we have uh, have seen. Talk to me about what's next for you. Are you going to, to go back to Bellator? Are you going to go back to uh, to mixed martial arts? And, and when's the time frame for that? Well, I have BKFC that I'm trying to get a fight in also now. And then uh, as far as MMA, I'm not with Bellator anymore. Um, okay. So, you know, I'm open to adventures there. Uh, one of my other trainers, uh, Carl Prince, over in Manchester, we're talking about possibly doing uh, some things over there. So just keeping my ear to the ground. Obviously, first-round management, hopefully you'll find me something. Uh, and, uh, you know, before I retire, I'm fighting on the same card as my daughter, which she's doing MMA. So MMA is definitely still in the future. Being a part of this thriller experience was unreal. I mean, I've been a part of some big cards in the UFC. And I have to say, this might have been the most epic thing I've ever been a part of. So, uh, you know, let's see if Triller, I could do another one with them. Um, and maybe even if they, uh, you know, hell, they can add another rope at the bottom and we can do an MMA fight. You've been hit by some of the hardest hitters with those little four-ends gloves in mixed martial arts. Fedor, pretty recently, Roy Nelson, Mark Hunt. The list is, is, is endless. Where does Steve Cunningham rank? Obviously, the, the gloves are different, but where does he rank in terms of the, the harder hitters you've faced? Well, no, I mean, obviously getting hit with a four-ounce glove compared to a tenth is not a fair comparison. Uh, but as far as speed-wise, Cunningham was the fastest guy I've ever fought where it was weird where I'm like, you know, I'm used to being a pretty quick heavyweight. But uh, still, some of the shots he was able to land from the outside and stuff, really, uh, his head movement too. That's the one thing that ugh, I'm having the hardest thing converting over. In MMA, if we move our head the way that Cunningham moved, our feet are still there so I can grab singles, doubles. And I can also, after throwing that first punch, if – someone makes you slip that much you can kick the leg so many times tonight when steve was slipping I, you probably can see i'm looking down at his leg going up oh, there's a sweep there's a chop and i can't throw it so that also made it kind of difficult all right thank you next up is jeremy york uh uh finally good to talk to you there frank uh i'm going to echo what he said as well uh, i think this is one of the uh, better performers we've seen not only in a crossover, but uh, I think you held up well with, with a world-class boxer as Cunningham. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And that's really, honestly, that took a lot of pressure off me going into this fight. I wanted to represent mixed martial arts saying, hey, we're also very good at boxing. Obviously, it was a pretty far, heavy task to sit there and go, I'm going to beat a boxer in my very first fight that's a world champion who's been in those world champions in a boxing match. But honestly, and I had said this going into it, and I stand true to my words if i lost a six round decision but boxed well that was preferable to catching steve in the first 30 seconds look i'm 275 pounds if i would have caught him with a shot and dropped him i don't think i'd have proved anything besides the fact like well you had a 70 pound weight advantage and you hit hard that doesn't do it wouldn't do well for the mma community i feel like 
going out there and going all six rounds and showing proficiency was a better statement. All right, next we have Gabriel Gonzalez. Hey, Frank. First off, uh, just to echo everyone else, great performance and great showing for the MMA community. I was wondering, can you talk to us what it was like from your standpoint waiting for it? Because over here on watching the broadcast, there was a lot of music. I mean, are you over there hearing Doja Cat and everybody in the locker room? Or what was it like for you just waiting for your fight after the previous one? Uh, It was strange, you know. I mean, it was, like I said, this is probably the most epic thing I've ever been a part of as far as just how complex the whole apparatus was. But, uh, you know, uh, uh, Peter and Melissa uh, Henricks, did a phenomenal job doing the most that they could try. And I mean, you have production crews here, you have fight crew here, and we're all trying to intermingle. It was very interesting though. Again, like, you know, I'm in the back sitting there lined up, ready to walk out. People are playing music videos or, you know, I felt like something out of a movie set, to be honest with you. Like, I'm like, this isn't real. This is something that, you know, if someone was trying to make a movie about a fight career, this is how they would depict it. And if I was watching, I'd be like, "Ah, that's not realistic at all. And lo and behold, that's what we were a part of right now. And finally, you have Boxing Social. James here for Boxing Social in association with Bedford. Frank, um, you're very open about wanting challenges and loving challenges in life. Was your entry into boxing the challenge you expected it to be? And also, could I ask you, uh, you weighed in 70 pounds heavier than your opponent. Do you think maybe if you came in a little bit lighter, uh, it might have affected your performance in a in a better sense? Um, I mean, No. I feel that right now the lifting I'm doing, I, my last body fat check, I was like 16, 17% body fat. So what's best for me is to do this. And, and I know that might sound like a defeatist mindset. I didn't want to be good at boxing at the sacrifice of my MMA standup. I'm doing this to be a component of my, so when I fight as an MMA fighter, I'm a better MMA fighter with my hands. Um, I've kind of done that with my jujitsu. Uh, when I do jujitsu matches, you don't see me use a lot of, different guards that a lot of other guys will use because you can't use them in an MMA fight. I want to stick to things that I can cross over. Is that always going to put me in a deficit? Yeah. You know, being 275 with my strength is an asset in an MMA fight. Every time I would have clinched Cunningham in an MMA fight, my size would have been an advantage. So for me to strip down and get to 245 so that I was a faster boxer, um, that would have been unrealistic because then I'm not going to be able to take that with me into my MMA career. And ultimately, Again, I'm like a decathlete, and I went went with the sprinters. I'm not going to take away from my other events to make me a a sprinting specialist because, let's face it, I'll never be the best boxer in the world. I look to be one of the most complete mixed martial artists, and that's what I was trying to prove tonight. And that's what my lifelong goal is. Frank, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Steve, uh, congratulations on uh, on this, this great victory. Frank Mir was a whole lot harder than I think anybody expected in terms of, of an opponent for you. He was. He was uh, surprising in areas. Um, but uh, like like Brother Nazim would say, this ain't a new walk. You know, it's nothing new I haven't seen, you know. So uh, we got in there, made the adjustments, and, and did what we had to do. He was so much bigger than you. I think he came in 70 pounds heavier. Could you feel that weight in the clinch? Could you feel that, that and also that, that great grappling skill that he is, takes over from the mixed martial arts world? When you're, when you're in close, could you feel that the size and the, and the grappling and, and everything like that? Oh, yeah, indeed, indeed. He gripped you up real tight. Um, but, but after, I think, after like the third round, it was kind of like he, he was kind of like beat, and I was able to walk him backwards. 
Uh, but still, no, you can feel the, the girth, his girth was on me. So I, I had to lean and work, do my best, but um, and still get some good shots in. But uh, man, that dude is big. <laughs> Great, thank you. Next up, Gabriel Gonzalez. <coughs> hey, Steve, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Uh, Steve, uh, my first question, and I asked Frank this, what was the experience like for you backstage? Because here from watching it, there's about an hour of music that we're listening to. Are you hearing all of that while you're waiting to walk out? What was the experience for you back there? We're watching it on the television. We kept getting told we're coming out this time, then it's 15 minutes later, then it's two hours later, and it's like an hour later, and we're like, what? You know, we're already wrapped up, started warming up. Then the girl comes back and says, uh, you know, 45 minutes. And we're like, what in the world? It's different, you know? It's different because, they're, you know, it's, a, it's entertainment. It's way more entertainment than just boxing alone, you know? So it's something that we'll take getting used to if I fight again. But, uh, and I'll be ready for next time if I fight again with Triller. But uh, it was a bit uncomfortable. Because <laughs> when you're ready to rumble, you're ready to rumble. To ask you one final one, I feel like there's sometimes a bit of this rivalry, the boxing guys versus the MMA guys. Frank coming over, I mean, I just, what do you say about the way he represented for the MMA fighters in terms of crossing over a little bit? No, I mean, he, shoot, he, he represented beautifully, you know, as a champion, you know, as a champion should, that's a challenge. <clears throat> he saw a challenge, he wanted to take it, and he did, he did that, he gave his best effort. He landed, he landed a couple good shots shooting the last round. He caught me with a body shot. I was like, "Woo!" You know, um, he is hard. He's he, he's in good condition and to be that big, um, my hat goes off to um, Frank. Man, he's a, he's a you know standout guy. I, you know, I love his family. We got to meet his family and talk to him. We have so many similarities in our family, and um, yo, man, I got mad respect for Frank. Next up is Jeremy York. Uh, good to meet you, Steve. Congratulations on the win. Thank you, sir. Uh, I'll kind of ask it in a, a two-part. Uh, what goes into preparing for such an unorthodox opponent like Frank, who comes from a completely different, you know, side of combat sports? And also, is is there uh, is there something on the horizons or somebody maybe you want to face off with next, whether it be Triller, whether it be uh, any of the other uh, forms of combat? Uh, what goes into training for a guy like Frank? Um, just keeping it keeping it true to form. That you know, I've been doing this twenty years. You know, so. Um, you guys, you know, seen who I've been, been in the ring with. I've been in the ring with the best. Um, shoot, I've sparred with guys from, like, from Vladimir Klitschko to Larry Donalds. You know, um, it's, it's, it's not a new walk for me, but but there was a bit of um, surprise, you know, that could happen because he's an MMA guy. MMA guys throw different combos. They do different, but Frank tried to stick true to boxing as best he could, and uh, he did a good job. I mean, you know, but he's up there against two-time world champion, man, um, and uh, – I just did what I had to do. Uh, what was that second part of the question? Uh, second question was, uh, what do you what do you see on the horizon for you? Whether it's uh, whether it's another boxing match with Triller, or is there another project you want to dive into? I mean, listen, I understand my my position in boxing. You know, I'm forty. I'll be forty five in a few months, and um, I've, I've done it. I've done it. You know, I've got two world titles, the USBA heavyweight title. I've been around the world. Classic fights is floating around on television on the internet. I mean, I'm not going after any world titles anymore. If another UFC MMA guy want to come out the woodwork, a Bones Jones, uh, anybody, they want to they want to come out and 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 challenge in the boxing ring. I'm here. I'm ready. We can do it on Triller. We can make it happen. Any of them. Next up is Boxing Social. 
Ames here for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. Steve, I don't know if you were aware, but that we, the viewers, we got to hear Oscar de la Hoya on commentary for the fight. It was very entertaining. Could you hear Oscar from the ring at all? No, I didn't, but I did give him a nod. You know, that's he's a legend, man. I love Oscar, man. He doesn't even know it. <laughs> you said in the lead, lead up to this fight, you were treating the fight as if you were in the ring with Tyson Fury again. Did you feel that mindset <laughs> helped you? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, excuse me, I got a little cough. That's, that's like the spirit of Brother Nazim, you know. If Brother Nazim was here, we would have had a, a hard, full, I mean, deep training camp like we was fighting for a world championship. That's the way we were brought up. Take no one light. Underestimate nobody. This, especially somebody who's heavier and bigger than you in this heavyweight division. It only takes one punch. It's over, you know. Frank Mary hits hard. I got caught a couple times. So with me having that, that mindset from Brother Nazim, training was intense. Training was real. You know, um, yeah, Frank Meredith is his first boxing match, but still, he's a man trying to beat me, and I can't let that happen. Uh, how do you assess your performance in the fight? You seem to be picking shots well, but in singles for the most part, and then the combinations came later on to the fight. Uh, what do you think Frank did well to kind of stop you from, uh, you know, putting more of a dent in him? I mean, um, he had this, like, you know, he would rush in with his punches. Um, so, you know, I would try to catch him coming in. I did a few times. And he slowed him down a bit, hit his body a bit more. But what Frank, you know, tying me up, you know, tying me up is like and eating up some of the clock. Like, hey, woo, bro. <laughs> you know, and I mean, what else could he do? You know, um, I'm ready for the world, you know. In comparison, you've got this win. In comparison to the rest of the career, of, of your career, sorry, where do you rate this win? I mean, this was a good win for me because I had three years off. You know, this is my first fight in three years, you know. And, and, and to tell you guys the truth, I got bronchitis. <laughs> That's why I'm coughing. I was at the doctor's the other day, man, getting getting medicine. You know, I, I have bronchitis. So, um, but I'm like, I'm still gonna fight. <clears throat> got my family here. I push. I'm a warrior. I'm a champion. You know, and um, where I rank it, I mean, it's a good fight. It was it was good. You know, what I mean, it was good to get back in there and see me go to action. But I mean, really, let's keep it real. Frank Mir's not a boxer. You know, he's an MMA guy, and um. But he did his best, you know. So I, I can't rank this high, but the the stage is a big one, you know. This thriller stage is awesome. And do you feel that pressure when it comes to in these sort of fights? It's it's the perceived as the boxer versus MMA fighter, and if the boxer loses, then they're going to get a lot of ridicule. Too. So do you bear that pressure on you? And, and you relieved in the sense to have got through with the win? Heck yeah, man! Who wants to be that guy? <laughs> Who wants to be that two-time world champion? Tyson Fury says his hardest fight, amateur or pro, that loses to an MMA guy in his first fight. Nah, man, I felt that pressure the whole time. And um, I just, I'm not going to let that happen. Ah, I'd rather jump out the ring before, before they say that decision. Oh, hell, I'm out of here. I don't want to hear it. <coughs> and next I have Hans with Boxing Insider. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Hope my, um, hope my background doesn't sound too loud, does it? Nah, you good. All right, cool, cool. So um, I know when I was talking to you, um, to it, you were just like, you know, there's no way in hell you're about to lose to an MMA guy or anything like that. Um, but how do you feel about the performance? Um, just in terms of, do you feel that you made the the boxing community proud? I know you were talking about boxing was on your back for tonight. So do you feel like you made them proud? I think so. I mean, yeah. My my thing was my plan was it wasn't to come out here and blow them out the water and kill them. You know, I I have compassion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um. I just I wanted to I wanted to do what we did, you know, hit his body, test his body, slow him down because he's big. Um, 
yeah, catch him with some clean shots coming in because we knew after a while he was just going to have to jump in and uh, just work the jab a little bit and just have fun. You know, this is a huge stage. I want the world to see me again, you know? So I, I didn't mind going around. It wasn't about stopping Frank Mir, you know what I mean? I know people wanted me to kill him, but no, it wasn't about stopping him. It was just about me, you know, uh, picking my shots and just having fun. Steve, thank you and congratulations. All right, thank you guys.